Hello, everyone. Welcome to Truthzilla. I'm Megan, sitting here with Scott and Ed. Hi, guys. What's what up? up? How are you doing today? Great. Yeah. Doing I, awesome. Doing awesome. How are you guys feeling about what's going on with uh, our our world right now? It's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. Yeah. Um, I'd like to touch on some things. Ed's chomping at the bit to touch on stuff. Absolutely. Um, I just wanted to get some business out of the way. Cool. And we're not we're not uh, selling anything. We don't have any advertisers, nothing like that. But I just want to give a shout out. You know, Truthzilla, we're going hard, uh, going hard in the paint, man. And we're trying to uh, get the word out as much as possible. And we've already seen that the algorithms are not letting that happen. So if you guys uh, do us a favor, like tell, tell your friends about it. You know, talk to your friends, tell your coworkers, your neighbors, like, hey, these guys are on to something here. Spread the show. It's word of mouth that's going to get this thing out because, you know, the, the algorithms will not do it. Absolutely. We've been, yeah, we've, we've noticed a significant, like, oh, these guys have talked about vaccines next week? Uh, no. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yep. So, interesting. It's very interesting to see how that, uh, on, on the back end, how that works. So, just spread it with your friends. You know, come join us on Facebook. Um, join us on Facebook at Truthzilla, Twitter at Truthzilla, um, Truthzilla Pod, excuse me, at Truthzilla Pod on Twitter, on Instagram, uh, Truthzilla, and, um, you know, we'll be, we drop fire memes and all things to get you it's through true. these end times, you know, yes. so just, 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 uh, you know, come, come join us. Come join the Truthzilla Mind Militia. Truthzilla and, Mind yes. Militia. And that is so true. Yep. Pretty appropriate yep. for with today's us. topic yep. as well. Absolutely. Yep. yep. So, uh, also wanted to give a shout out to our friend, Sean, who has his own podcast called the World Series of Conspiracy, T-W-O-S-C. Nice. No, T-W-S-O-C. Uh, oh, he's over on, you can find him on all the podcast platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, man. He's got a real cool thing going on. Um, I, yours truly, I was a, actually a guest on his podcast a couple weeks ago, and we did what was called the Encyclopedia Conspirica. Now, I thought I had a little bit of knowledge about conspiracies, but I tell you what, Sean was like, I was just like, oh my God, <laughs> he goes hard. So he basically separated four categories of like about 200 conspiracies, um, ones that are you know accepted, proven, true, 100%, no questions asked. I can't remember the titles of the, each topic, but I can't remember. But the second one was like, you know, maybe you know, reasonably, uh, you know, could be realistic. The third one was like highly contentious, and the third one was just reckless, reckless speculation. You know, we get into we, we get into lizard people, we get into Woo! mud floods, dude. Like it's a fun, fun <laughs> podcast. Um, so check out the World Series of Conspiracies, man. That's a really good, good show. So, um, yeah. So uh, what's going on, Ed? Okay, so I did want to touch on just a couple of things going on in the world, you know, and we, we talked about vaccines last week, and which is, uh, you know, near and dear to me. So there's just, uh, you know, at least one study that came out that I thought was, uh, that you should all know about. Um, so basically they did a study of, uh, it was a little over 2,000 uh, children, I believe. I think there was about 30% of them were unvaccinated and 70% were vaccinated, but um, they're looking... Uh, Basically, they found correlations between developmental delays, asthma, ear infections, and gastrointestinal disorders. We will put the link in, in here so you can look it up yourself and read the study, but it's just more proof. More proof, look into it. Um, on the same note, this is actually not the most current of current news, but um, I do want to touch on it too. That just with the coronavirus, you know, I mean, I think that we can all agree the things happening in our world right now are making us crazy. Yeah. And uh, on that note, like just they see they tend to contradict themselves all of the time, you know, like you can't like really put out fake science and like get away with it. So uh, one of the things that happened, it was it's about 10 days ago now. But the, um, let's see, what was her name? The uh, Maria Van Kerkhove of the World Health Organization came out um, 
and basically said, uh, where's the wording of hers? The, the, the spread of COVID-19 by someone who is not showing symptoms appears to be rare. Mm. There you have it, folks. Now, you'll say, yeah, but, but the very next day she walked that back. Wonder why that is. And I would really encourage you, <laughs> if you're if you're anyone like us, just go go read the walk back because if you look at, like there's this there's this thing that keeps happening. Like, uh, here's what the data says, but if you look at these models, the, the models is what got us into this whole heap of shit, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyways, uh, as soon as you see the word model, like that for me, that's like a bell goes off. Like, okay, they're full of shit. Mm-hmm. That's that's what yep. they're saying at this point. So yep. so anyways, um, I just thought we should touch on that. And I would, again, encourage you. We'll put some links in. But watch the walk back. Because if you're in my shoes, it's hysterical. It's, that just tells me like her, her family probably got threatened. Like, yo, you can't be saying that. Okay, I'm she sorry. She way I mean, I got meant, threatened. Uh, I, meant, uh, I meant this instead, right? Oh, so, yeah. Something like that, right? Yep. Right. Yeah, she dealt with uh, some, some fire over well, and, and I think this comes back to a theme that we've talked about uh, several times on here. Is, is it doesn't take that many strings to pull these things off. Mm-hmm. And uh, you look at like the situation we're in, like how many world leaders right now, if they were to admit that these things, that they, that they were wrong about these right. things, walking it back isn't an option. There's no know? way. They can't. They can't undo it. They can't unsay it. And, and so they're trying like hell to hang on to any well, that's tiny piece of credibility. And, they, and I, I mean, I feel that they have none. Yes. I, I mean, I haven't felt that they've had any to begin with, but as time has gone on, I think it's... It seems to be pretty blatantly clear that they know friggin' That's clue. just a classic it, ongoing strategy. Like, just, just deny, 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 and it. then double down when that's you're caught it. in a lie. Yep, yep, yep. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and, and come with us. We'll show you the way. Yeah. You know? just, <laughs> just follow us. We have the answers. Yeah. Yep. So next week, tune in. We're going to do a whole COVID-19 fiasco, dude. I covered up some, I uncovered cannot some, wait. I uncovered some shit last night, and I really just want to say it right now. But like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Come in next. Come check it out We're next week. Deep yeah, yeah, yeah. We're go deep yep, on yep. It. And, I, and this is like original research that I came up with last night. I'm super excited. I really want to say it. Like, and, and, and I, will I just, want just, you to just, say just, it. Intelligence agencies. Yeah. Look at the oh. intelligence agencies. Okay. We're right. not going to go totally into it right now, but I, I do want to just preface with the fact that what I think that a lot of people get on like conspiracy theorists about or whatnot, you know, is like, well, what's the ultimate goal? We're going to tell you the ultimate goal next mm-hmm. week. No. Next, we're going to get into the goal of what, what this agenda is all about. Yep. Biosecurity state. And yep. look how much money they're pouring into it. <coughs> in QTEL. Mm. <laughs> anyway, anyway. So, um, yeah, check it out next week. So, speaking of intelligence agencies... <laughs> you guys saw it. You know what it is. It's time to dive into it. You cannot have a conspiracy show... Uh, without the obligatory MK Ultra episode. And so we're just getting ours out of the way up front. So here we go, ladies and gentlemen. This is the story of uh, MK Ultra. Now, you may have heard of it. You may not have heard of it. Um, it may sound like something out of a comic book, right? Like, MK, it just sounds like one of those that like, can't possibly be true. And the more we get into it, the more it seems like there's no way that it could possibly be true, you know? And, and it really I mean, the is more insane. you get into it, the more you really can't deny that it, it is actually very true. I mean, it's both of those. Like, yep. you can't even believe what you're finding out. You can't even believe this has gone on. And also, you, you really can't deny it. I mean, yep. it's... It's all original sources, like black and white papers yep. posted. You know, you can still find them archived, or you can find them out there online. Like, it's pretty readily available to find all this stuff. So look into it for yourself. Um, but, but yeah, it's, it's some pretty interesting stuff, but I re- speaking of, uh, MK ultra. So what is MK ultra, right? So basically MK ultra is 
in a nutshell, it's just a, a strategy that the intelligence agencies uh, during the 50s up through the early 70s used to experiment on finding different mind control techniques. And we'll get into all the ins and outs of it, but I just wanted to point out something kind of interesting here. So the word government, if you uh, break that word apart, um, now I also saw some things online that denied that this is true, but you know, let's, it's fun. It's fun to We're believe it's go true. With it. So gubernair is the Latin word that derives the first, the suffix govern, uh, which is Latin for to steer, guide, or control. And ment, M-E-N-T, is from Latin M-E-N-T-E. Mente, or uh, the ablative version, ablative version, is mens. And both of those mean mind. And so you have steer, mind, control, mind. So literally the word government means mind control, you know, when you break it down. So, right. you know, uh, there we are. It's right there in front of us. So I think in order to get a fair understanding of mk ultra it's important that we take it back just a little bit to uh you know the end of world war ii and uh something called operation paperclip um so operation paperclip is uh you know that's another one that's that's out in the open you know there's no question about it um towards the end of the war um the soviets took germany and the nazis uh you know the high command of germany surrendered right right and um uh so you know then you hear about the nuremberg trials right where all the nazis were you know, either executed or, or put put on, on, on put in prison, right? No, <laughs> no, it was like less than 20. I think it was like 17. Were, 16, were on, 17, 16, I 17 were yeah. in the Nuremberg trials. And I think 11 were hanged or 11 were in prison, something like that. But anyway, that's it. The rest escaped to South America and throughout the rest of the world. And, uh, and the, most the, of us didn't and, know that, Yeah, and the, I think, and, for yeah. like a long... I didn't yep. know that until yeah. like just yeah. very recently, actually. And, and the rest of them uh, were actually hired and put to work by the United States and the Soviets. So if you look into uh, like Werner von Braun, for example, who was the first head of NASA, he was a, a rocket scientist, head of the Nazi V2 rocket program. He was brought over to the United States and put in charge of NASA. And he was the head of NASA through all the Apollo missions. He was actually a major in the Nazi SS. And he served from, I believe, like 1937 until, you know. So he was a high ranking uh, Nazi in the SS, right? And he just comes to work for the United States. And like, there's, there's like, he, he goes on, uh, Walt Disney shows. Like there's a Walt Disney show called Tomorrowland. And so he's just like, he's fine. He's a good guy. Right. Um, so in addition to absorbing all the rocket scientists who were, you know, high ranking Nazis, there was also a whole crew that came over because the Nazis, man, that, you know, that they were doing severe human experimentation, you know, the, the Dr. Mengele stuff, you can look into that. It's some pretty scary stuff, but they, um, we're, we're doing all kinds of human experimentation. So, <clears throat> you know, kind of the philosophy in the medical community is like they've adopted the, a lot of that stuff into medical practice. Like there's some ethical questions about that. Like, oh, well, like are we going to use all of Dr. Mengele's research to, you know, are we going to use that in, in our, and so they've decided to do that, um, which, you know, it is what it is. But like, uh, it's really interesting too that at the time, at the end of World War II, the, the intelligence agency was called the Office of Strategic Services, the OSS which later became the CIA, the Central Intelligence Agency. And so um, when we brought all these, so there was a total of about, there's different contradictory numbers, like between 1,100 and about 1,600 Nazis that came over and were uh, given, you know, new lives, you know, green cards in the United States, relocated their entire families and given well-paying government jobs. Um, And so uh, another, uh, a good example of that is a guy named Reinhard Galen. And so he was in charge of the... uh, uh, the Nazi intelligence uh, service branch that was investigating the Soviets. So he, over the course of the war, had collected all this intelligence data on, on the Soviets, right? 
And a lot of the means in which they do that is they were just doing massive experimentation on the Soviet prisoners. And it said that he was in charge of torturing and murdering and starving up to 4 million Soviet prisoners during the time of the war, him and his yeah. crew. Yep. So um, as, as the end of the war was approaching, and uh, now this might sound very from like kind of like the end of uh, Inglorious Bastards. Like it's kind of the same story. So as it, as it approached uh, the end of the war, he realized that the Nazis were defeated and, and him and his crew realized that if he fell into the Soviets' hands, then they would be in a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. So what they did is they, they kind of bolstered their position and uh, took all of their data, put them on microfilms um, for <clears throat> um, you know the, all the information that they had on the Soviets on the microfilms and then stashed those somewhere and positioned themselves aware that they were uh, captured by the Americans instead. Mm-hmm. And they said, look, we've got all this data and all this information about the Soviets that we think you want to have, and in exchange, give us a job. And so that's basically um, Alan Dulles, who was the head of the, I think it was still the OSS at the time. I can't, I might be I confused right. on that. Um, we, uh, we did make them promise to be nice, though. From oh, they had on, to be right? nice from okay. there on out. I just want to make sure. That's I mean, they, exactly they, they said that they would, they after all. That they, that they, they said yeah. that they would, and so therefore... Yeah. They and, must have been. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, he arranged for, or actually it appears that he, so Dulles, Alan Dulles, uh, arranged for him to run an intelligence facility in West Germany um, and named it the Galen Organization. And so as a condition, Galen promised not to hire any former, former Gestapo SS soldiers, but they did it anyway. Yeah. You know? And the and, CIA did nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing. And, and they, and they were fine they, with they it. They kind of whitewashed. That's kind of the whole thing about Operation Paperclip in general is that they kind of just whitewashed everybody's records. And I think that's where the term paperclip comes from because they had all these dossiers, all these like personnel files on all these you know Nazis that they were going to bring over. And the ones with like really bad records, they put a little paperclip on them. Like, well, we got to keep an eye for that guy. So, you know, um, as addition to that, like Galen's organization apparently smuggled out, uh, you know, up to 5,000 Nazis. You know, they helped, they helped do that. So one of these scientists that came over was a man named Kurt Blom, Blom, uh, something like that. He was the deputy, deputy surgeon general of the Third Reich, the Nazi Party, um, and he was head of their biological warfare program. <clears throat> um, so over the course of that time, he conducted all kinds of experiments, um, you know, involving the spreading of disease like insects, mosquitoes, uh, lice, and he was trying to create a weaponized bubonic plague. Um, and he had uh, his colleague, Fritz Hoffman, um, eventually as told, uh, helped develop Agent Orange, um, which we saw in the, the Vietnam War causing yeah. all kinds of issues. So uh, he did other experiments, um, including the use of psychedelics and LSD for mind control and behavior modification. Mm-hmm. Um, and so these experiments, um, you know, they, they basically, the CIA saw that these were already in place, and they are like, oh, that's a great idea. And so they kind of adopted those into... Um, the CIA strategy. So it's kind of a kind of a rough breakdown. You know, I may have gotten some dates wrong or some weird, you know, this and that. But that's that's kind of the general idea, right? So so they took what the Nazis were already doing and in fear of what the Soviets were doing, um, they basically uh, came up with this program, MKUltra. So MKUltra um, lasted from 1953 till 1973, at least on the record, right? Um, And so... There was a speech that Alan Dulles gave on April 10th, 1953, at the National Alumni Conference of the Graduate Council at Princeton University, and this is this was transcribed in a document that was declassified in 5-5-2003, which you'll find in the show notes, and basically he says, this is what he says. Okay, I'm going to read this. The target of this warfare by the Soviets is the minds of men both on a collective and on an individual basis. 
Its aim is to condition the mind so that it no longer reacts on a free will or rational basis, but responds to impulses and planning from outside. If we are to counter this kind of warfare, we must understand the techniques that the Soviet is adopting to control men's minds. It is hard for us to realize that in the great area behind the Iron Curtain, a vast experiment is underway to change men's minds, working on them continuously from youth to old age. The Soviet experiment is very different. It takes on two forms. First, attempted mass indoctrination of hundreds of millions of people so that they, <laughs> sorry, I'm going to start over on that. First, the attempted mass indoctrination of hundreds of millions of people so that they respond docilely to the orders of their masters. Second, the perversion of the minds of select individuals who are subject to such treatment so that they are deprived of the ability to state their own thoughts. Parrot-like, the individual uh, is conditioned so that they can, I've lost my place. Mm. Uh, repeat thoughts which have been implanted in their minds by suggestion from the outside mm. um, and affect the brain under the circumstance uh, be under this circumstance becomes like a phonograph playing a disc on its spindle by an outside genius over which he has no control um, to create conditions which permit the mass indoctrination of millions of people certain prerequisites are necessary in particular it is necessary to close off with an impenetrable barrier the area within which the operation is to take place it is the physical and spiritual barrier by which the Soviet Union has isolated its, itself and its satellites from the outside world. Perfect. And I think that's, uh, you know, if you, if you really look into what he's saying there, you know, he's describing the diabolical things yeah. that these Soviets are doing. But if you pick it apart, it says, you know, if we are to counter this, this kind of warfare, we must understand the techniques that the Soviets are adopting. So we have to figure this out for ourselves, right? So that was April 10th, 1953. And on April... 13th, 1953, he signed off on the creation of uh, Project MKUltra. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's also important to understand, you know, this is in the midst of the Cold War, right? Now, now the Soviets, who were our allies during World War II, are all of a sudden our enemies, right? So, you know, the powers that be had to create a new enemy, right? And it's the communists, the Soviets, right? And uh, as you can see, like, very, you know, emblematic of, like, the space race, for example, right? It was like, who's going to get to the moon first? And, and that, that meant you know, who had the most, like, political capital in the world, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so really nothing was off limits in terms of beating the Russians, like, to the moon or also uh, figuring out how, what they're doing in terms of their mind, MK, you know, their mind control techniques. And so, uh, you know, the United States, they were so fearful of what, that they were going to come up with this, uh, like, the goal being to, um, well, we'll get into it here in a minute. Uh, I guess we could just go to it right now. So... So, you know, it started off, um, like, the predecessor to MKUltra was what's called uh, uh, Operator Project Paperclip, right? And so this kind of, this also shows what they were trying to achieve. And, and basically it had four um, goals, right? The first one is the evaluation and development of any method by which we can get information from a person against his will or without his knowledge. Yeah. And number two, how can we counter these measures if they're used against us? And this is the one right here. This is the this is the real one that stands out. Can we get control of an individual to the point where he will do our bidding against his will and even against fundamental laws of nature such as self-preservation? So That's it. how can we control a person's mind to the point where we they will do whatever we tell them to do up into up and including the point where they actually like end up dying in the process of doing what we're telling them to do. Like, how do we control their mind on that level? Like, that's the that's the goal, right? right. And they're fearful that the Soviets are going to beat them to the punch. So, you know, they they you know you we they have a term uh, a Manchurian candidate, right? A Manchurian candidate is is kind of the term that's used to reference like some sort of uh, individual who has been 
programmed, you know, uh, to carry out whatever task it is that they're programmed to carry out, you know. Or the Winter Soldier for you Marvel fans. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's a perfect example right there. So, you know, they come out with a movie called back in, oh, God, I think it was the 60s, right? The, the, the original Manchurian Candidate. Like, they had the, the Denzel Washington one here more recently. But uh, I think it was Denzel. But anyway, so... You know, they, that's that's a great t- trick that Hollywood does is they take these concepts and they make movies out of them to fictionalize it, right? Yep. So when someone comes out and says that, hey, did you know that the CIA has a program where they're like trying to program people to carry out assassinations? Like, no, oh, dude, that was a movie. that's just on the TV. Right? <laughs> right? So that's, that's a brilliant Gee, strategy. It's such a yeah. common, uh, yeah. regularly, I mean, right from the right from the jump. Yep. And just to clarify, though, I think you said this is... Project Artichoke. That, that was disgusting. What did I say? Did I say you Artichoke? You said paperclip still. Oh, paperclip. So, I meant yeah. Artichoke. Yes. Oh, my bad. My misspoke there. Yeah. So Project Artichoke is the predecessor to MK Ultra. So anyway, Dulles gives this crazy speech about how we need to understand more fully um, what these Soviets are up to and what better way to understand it than to do these this, this program ourselves. So, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, the head of MK Ultra uh, was a gentleman named Sidney Gottlieb. Now you may have heard of him. Um, there's a really good book. Uh, oh gosh, the last name's Kinzer. It's a book called Poisoner in Chief um, that kind of breaks down. It's a fairly recent book. I think it came out like last year. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, he was a uh, he was born in the 30s and he went and got his degrees at the University of Wisconsin at California Institute of Technology and worked for various agencies during World War II. Um, it was during this, and uh, right before, uh, let's see, in 1951, he was recommended for a job at the CIA. Um, he joined the agency and became uh, in charge in 1953 of MK Um And so it also just really kind of, um, you know, Kinzer's story, the Poisoner in Chief, kind of illustrates, you know, how a lot of these um, Nazi scientists ended up working, you know, directly under, um, you know, th- like these people who should have been on trial right then mm-hmm. all of a sudden they're having these high-paid jobs right so within yeah. the united states within yeah united with, states. With, our, with our help and support and but we needed the technology we needed the tech we needed to come up with and a, they promised yeah. to be nice they promised well they to be nice. they did promise to be nice and i feel like that that was that's really the key here that was the pivotal moment sure. for them to, to bring them over yeah absolutely so so what kind of techniques did they use i mean what 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 what, what comes to mind when you guys hear like mk ultra cia mind control experiments right well, I mean, the first thing that comes to my mind, and I, I always go dark right away, would be like just uh, psychosurgeries, you know, like brain lesions and electrodes in the brain and, mm-hmm. and um, brainwashing and, and traumatize. I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like that a psychological and spiritual traumatization is also right up there. I mean, the, the degree of trauma that you can inflict on an individual, especially a, a young individual, mm-hmm. um, and the effects from that are uh, mind-boggling. Absolutely. Mind-boggling. Absolutely. So... Absolutely. I mean, those are all those are all very key aspects of the program, right? Um, a good documentary you guys can check out. Um, it's by a uh, <clears throat> couple that run a channel called Truth Stream Media. It's called The Minds of Men. Um, it's like a th- almost four hour no, just three just hours powerhouse movie it is. about you know that really gets into the real nuts and bolts of this thing and picks apart who's involved. You know, it's a really really kind of just like very standard documentary. You know, when it comes to talking about this stuff, but. Uh, you know, um, so filled it, with great information. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. You can play it on play it play it on like 1.25 speed, and yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> you'll like yeah, exactly. it for you. Yeah. Get someone. They got me. They got you. <laughs> oh damn. Uh, let's see. Materials, substances that which will promote in the intoxicating effects of alcohol. So yeah, all right, whatever. 
materials which will produce the signs and symptoms of recognized diseases reversibly so they may cause they may be used for malingering. may be using for malingering malingering yeah, yeah I, don't know. I don't know well i i i heard a little bit about this i think like they, so you'd like so you'd think you have like aids or something like mm-hmm. that but then it'd be like a few days later it'd be gone you know so it'd give you these symptoms so you'd think you'd have some oh that's kind of the, the idea we're gonna see little bits and pieces of this uh throughout our oh, present day oh gosh oh gosh is that what's going on i don't know a hundred thousand percent maybe <laughs> a little malingering going on 2.5 billion percent uh-huh yeah. Um, okay, let's see. Materials which will cause temporary or permanent brain damage and loss of memory. Mm-hmm. All right, where are we at here? How about substances which will enhance the ability of individuals to withstand privation, torture, and coercion during interrogation and so-called brainwashing? Mm-hmm. So the ability to withstand that, that's just diabolical. That's, I was that's reading good. about a, a, a younger girl, actually, that, yeah, and I was reading about that very, that a very a case study from a, a young woman today and it's just it's it's devastating even to read it's what trauma it? it's it's what's that what was it um so what you just said about the uh the the, the uh i just dropped my train of thought um the to the withstand privation to withstand pain to withstand okay. all of that so this girl that's essentially she was she was all the way under and she's hooked up to machines and she can hear her torturer or mm. her doctor um telling her to do these direct commands while she's all the way unconscious and because of the amount of brainwashing the amount of programming that had been done to her at that point she knew that if she didn't respond even in her sleep state in the way that she was being instructed um that she would receive these these terrible um racking uh, electroshocks Mm. and there was other doctors in the room that would come over to kind of see what this doctor was doing and so something like you know move your hand or you know open your eyes and this person's absolutely unconscious and and had and then would stated that um and so you know when they would say like um think about something that makes you depressed and so she would have to go there in her mind to preserve to produce certain brain waves for them to see Mm -hmm. and then they would say um to to be afraid and she would go deep into all the things they'd done to her so she could produce these brain waves and they would tell her to be um calm and she said that was a really really hard one for her to do because of you know everything that had happened to her and then and what she knew would continue to come but she would remember the end of these torture sessions Mm -hmm. and that was her comp so she would go there and that would produce anyway i went off on a tangent there but i I, I was just great. reading about that today, and it just great. struck me when you said it. But oh. it's not great. But I, that's good. That's good. Um, damn, insane. So, all right. So, materials and physical methods which will produce amnesia for events preceding and during their use. Pretty self-explanatory. Mm-hmm. Physical methods of producing shock and confusion over extended periods of time and capable of private use. Substances which produce physical disablement, such as paralysis of the legs, acute anemia, and so forth. Mm -hmm. Testing a variety of substances which will produce a chemical that can cause blisters. (laughs) (laughs) What were we just saying? Substances which alter personality structure in such a way the tendency of the recipient to become independent become dependent upon another person is enhanced. Weird. So we're talking about like induced codependence, yeah, induced essentially. Codependence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. That's what we all need. Yep, yep, yep. Um, a material which will cause mental confusion, such as uh, of such a type, the individual under its influence will find it challenging to maintain a fabrication under questioning. Ah, so truth serum. Right. Truth serum, right? 
Um, substances which will lower the ambition and general working efficiency of men when administered in, in undetectable, undetectable amounts. amounts. So, oh, wow, there's a lot of that going on. That's today. heavy. That's yes. a, I can see that everywhere. Everywhere. I go, right? Substances which promote weakness or distortion of the eyesight or hearing faculties, preferably without permanent effects. Mm. Preferably. Preferably. <laughs> I mean, if it happens, but, but if it happens, it happens. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's for well, they promised. Well, they promised at the start of all good. this it was going to be nice good. Guys. So, yeah. um. <laughs> Trust your government. <laughs> <laughs> yes, trust your government. Oh, God. Okay, a knockout pill with which surreptitiously, uh, which surreptitiously administered in drinks, food, cigarettes, um, as an aerosol, etc., will be safe. Which will be safe to use, provide a maximum of amnesia, and be suitable for use by agent types on an ad hoc basis. Sure. So Why not? Why amnesia, not? just spray some amnesia everywhere in the room. That's right? it. Yeah. That's just a little blinky yeah. pin. Yep. That's all it is. It's just a little CIA yep. blinky pin. See, blinky <laughs> doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wait. Uh, let's see. Finally, a material which can be surreptitiously administered by the above roots and which in minimal amounts will make it impossible for a person to perform physical activity. So, you know, all right, you know, there it is right there. You know, that's what the, the church committee determined a lot of what the activities are that they were up to. Um, some other crazy stuff, man. Like, it's just, it's so crazy. They had all these different sub-projects. Um, one of them, uh, sub-project 142, um, the use of animals being used uh, for delivery of biological and chemical weapons. So mm -hmm. this is where the mind, the, like the, the psychosurgeries and then tapping into the brain, yeah. um, you know, they were actually able to remote control these animals or they were able to control these animals remotely. Um, I was watching some footage of the, yeah. with the bull today. Have you yeah. guys seen that? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 So, so, and you can just keep in mind. This I haven't like, seen this. Tell me about it. I don't have to send you. Okay. So you, you explain. Mm -hmm, I've seen You've it. Seen oh, no, it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, so uh, they put the electrodes in this, in this, like a bullfighting bull in his brain. And then who was it that was standing out with him? Was it one of the doctors? Or was it somebody else? Probably. I was thinking it was the actual sure. doctor, but at any rate, so there's this bull that's trained to, to charge and to fight. Mm -hmm. And they're out there with their, their, uh, what is it? Their red blanket. Oh. I don't remember what it's called. Oh, There's a specific yeah. name for it, but I don't mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. um, at any rate, and so here's this bull ready to charge, and through remote control, like in the midst of this animal's uh, determination to go for this man, they're able to do, 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 and you see this bull like stop in its tracks, like literally mm -hmm. almost like a car, you know, when it hits its brakes and mm -hmm. it kind of keeps moving to mm -hmm. that degree, you know, mm -hmm. and like spinning around and, and being confused, and then they, you know, let it. And it's from know. electrodes in the brain. Yep. Yep. They're just controlling it. Sure. And this is the sure. 1950s and 60s, guys. <laughs> like, so, but don't don't worry. This this was uh, yeah, this, shut down long ago, and this, so it. <laughs> MK Ultra was stopped on immediately in 1953, and they've oh, never course. done any research or any advancements in any of these areas ever again. Of ever course since. not. Not in, not even the slightest bit. Um, you know, and so that kind of brings me to another thing. And this is where it's going to start to get a little dark. Unfortunately, so let's do or, it. but you know what? This is the truth, man. Like, but we got to bring the dark the, to the, light. The truth, yeah, the the darkness has to come to the That's light, it. and and it has to it has to be, man. So we talked a little bit uh, a little bit earlier about people, right, who were involved in the experimentations, right? Prostitutes, their clients, uh, mental patients, convicted criminals, um, orphans. Um, so the orphan thing. Um, <laughs> the biggest chunk I could find was that it's a, if you look up the Duplessis orphans, the D U P L E S S I S orphans. Um, it happened in Canada, all right, and so it was basically the estimates are around twenty thousand children who were deemed, uh, you know, mentally ill, and uh, and this was all it was exposed as a complete scam. Like these kids were <laughs> falsely diagnosed as being mentally ill and put in these orphanages, 
um, to divert taxpayer funds and mm-hmm. to, ha- you know, a lot of them ended up being the victims of experimentation. So at the time, the head of, uh, you know, the, so this gentleman, Dr. Ewan Cameron, <laughs> um, you can look at, look him up. Um, he's, his credentials are, he was uh, the president of the Canadian American and World Psychiatric Association, the American Psychopathological Association. That's funny, the American Psychopathological Association, <laughs> and the Society of Biological Psychiatry. Um, so he, he was, his claim to fame was that he was the one that evaluated Rudolf Hess, right, one of the high-ranking Nazis after the war, and determined that he was insane during the Nuremberg trials. Um, he also operated um, at the Allen Memorial Institute and McGill University in Canada, who received direct funding from the Human Ecology Fund. So if you look up the Human Ecology Fund, that is kind of a, a, and I'll have links to this in, in the notes, like all this will have links in the notes, uh, documents showing how the CIA established the Human Ecology Fund as a front for funneling money to these different, um, you know, operations. Mm-hmm. Like all, like there was, there was like MKUltra stuff going on all, all over the country. There, I think there was like 88 different satellite lo- some, things yes. they were using between, I mean, it was, it was churches yep. to, to universities, yep. eighty to, different um, in, over eighty different institutions, yep. Yep. military, uh, both yep. at home and abroad. Yep, um, yeah, universities, military so bases, VA hospitals. Money. You mm-hmm. couldn't never track the money, right? Because it was, yeah, yeah. And, and they didn't. A lot of times, these they didn't even know they were working for the CIA. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's yeah. That's a a lot, sometimes they did. Yeah. They for sometimes sure, they but, did, but a lot but of times they were doing they did these not. experiments. They were just presented. Would you run these experiments? Because we don't have a lab. Yeah. Well, but and and know this too, though, that none of the individuals that were ever experimented on were aware that they were being experimented on. There was no consent consent in any of these. I mean, thousands. There was there was some consent in some of the drug stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's footage of the guys guys tripping, but But some of these extreme, like like. Where they're taking like where non- they're talking oh, stuff. Well, and they're stuff, saying that they're yes. treating like uh, violent behaviors, or they're working on uh, mental disorders or emotional disorders. They were uh, these human beings were essentially being told that that this was the way, when really they didn't have any. There was they had no idea. They had no idea. This was just experimentation on human beings for their sick purposes of uh, mass control of mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. you know tens of millions of people so absolutely so there's a book called the most dangerous game which talks about um Cam- Ewan Cameron's involvement with the MK Ultra stuff um which was going on in these, these and so um with the, when this with the orphans you know um you know it's, it's hard you know it's it's said that he had direct involvement with that but if not he had absolute complicity he was very complicit in the actual cover-up of, of all of it and there were survivors who when they were adults <laughs> You know, went back and said, "Hey, these are these are some sites where you know children who are victims of experimentation who died were buried, and you know it's a big thing." So look under the Duplicis orphan. And, and I just, uh, you know, I, before I ask this question, there's there's so, this thing is so deep, and there's so many different pieces yeah. and and whatnot. So I, just, I have a question, I guess. Uh, yeah. So is this the same guy? I know there was a guy in Canada. I'm, I'm guessing it's the same guy that they were doing. Uh, did they call it psychic driving or brain driving? Psychic driving. Or, okay. Where where they would uh, basically they would. Uh, drug-induced comas, mm-hmm. and then they would just feed loops of, of uh, things into their brain. Like yep. They just loop things mm-hmm. to, like, try to, you know, to, you know, see if they could get them to kill the president or whatever, right. you know. Like, they were trying to see if they could train people by, while they were in drug-induced comas, they were just repeating things over For and hundreds over. or thousands yeah, of hours. Like I mean, it was... Up to three months is what yep. they, they did on yep. those things. Yeah. It sounded, I think it was that same person. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm not 100% sure exactly which, but yeah, that's definitely one of their techniques. It's called like ego death, right? Where they yeah. just destroy your mind 
with the hopes of building it back up, which is the basis of, you know, trauma-based mind control, which is what right. the Nazis had, you know, uncovered. Like Dr. Mengele was huge with uh, trauma-based mind control. The idea, especially, and it's most effective for youth, right? It says like below the ages of six, if you can traumatize the mind at that point and fracture it, then you can mold it the way you want. Um, that's that's kind of the, the idea of trauma-based mind control, which is very much what this is about. And so, you know, as, as an adult, it's a lot hard, a lot more difficult to fracture an established mind. And so um, that kind of just, you know, that transitions right into the next little topic here. And so, right, have you guys ever heard of the False Memory Syndrome Foundation? Just okay. just in the recently, last... Recently, recently. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I forgot. Okay, oh, I forgot. Ah. Cute. Good, I dude, like it. good, dude. So, you know, the False Memory Syndrome, Syndrome Foundation was founded in 1992, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what you had here was you had a lot of people, and it was, it was started by one individual, um, a gal who, um, you know, she blamed her parents. She, she, as an adult, she came and, and she accused her father of molesting her as a child. Her mom and dad steadfastly denied it and, were, and said that they were completely confused as to why she would all of a sudden have these memories that she was abused as a child, right? Um, and so in looking into it, they found all these other people that uh, said, yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, too, this is in the 80s, um, you know, early 90s, and you started to have all these adults coming forward. That, yeah, they're all, all of these people coming to adulthood and during the same time, right? Because they mm-hmm. were all kids together and they were all experimented on together and yeah, all brainwashed so that's the thing. together. That's the thing. And so they were children back in the 50s and 60s versus, you know, early 70s, right? right? And so you become, as an adult in, in, in the 80s and early 90s, they have all these flashbacks of these horrible traumatic events of having you know um stories of satanic ritual abuse which is something to look into um trauma-based mind control all this stuff um well ritual abuse actually is is just uh one of the main ways that they can corrupt and pervert uh a a developing child's mind yeah um that ritualistic abuse i mean and and i feel like at least for me like i always kind of grew up hearing ritualistic abuse and immediately thought like okay well it's a satanic abuse and so therefore Mm -hmm. it's like it's isolated and it's and it's and it's not very frequent and and in reality it is uh deeply entrenched throughout our society Mm -hmm. throughout the world and um, and it is very, very, very common in mm-hmm. our in our communities. Yeah, uh, it's it's and, and it trickles up. It, I mean, it, it trickled down, but it trickles yep. up, and it, you can yep. follow it. It's it's pretty intense. Yep, SRA, um, satanic ritual abuse. So, anyway, you had all these this, this these, all these people that come forward, <laughs> and they're complaining about how that they they have these memories all of a sudden about having been victimized as a child. And part of the MK Ultra programming, and part of the programming in general, is to break you so you don't have these memories. Or there's there's and once you create a disassociative identity and you have all these compartmentalized uh, personalities basically like you're, you're they build little barriers in between them and I get all that from a really good book by a gentleman named Fritz Springmeier okay he wrote this book and it, it may um, it may sound like a little crazy title but it's called uh, the Illuminati formula used to create a total and undetectable mind control slave mm-hmm. it's a wonderful book um, they're really rare so he also wrote bloodlines of the Illuminati um, which is an amazing book too, but those books are so hard to find. Like, I, there's a paperback copy online right now for like 180 bucks, but you can get them online like PDF version. And I don't know how edited they are, but like, um, you can get the Total Mind Control Slave one um, just on PDF and read. I've I've read about 85% of it. It's so crazy. But what Fritz Springmeier did was like back in the early 80s and 90s, he started working with these folks and helped to deprogram them. And he worked with people who have come forward who admitted to have been programmers and. He explains in 
insane detail in this book about how all the techniques and the processes, the monarch mind control programming, the the very, you know, how they, 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 they do this from very, very early on. And they have like, it's just crazy. I highly recommend looking into it. Yeah. Um, but, but if you, if, if, and, and it just may sound crazy. I mean, if this is the first time you're hearing about this stuff, it just may sound crazy, but it's um, a lot to take in, but, it is. but please do look into it. Please do look into it. It's so super important for yeah. I, I, to not understand this issue, yeah, um, it, it really cripples your ability to understand and apply so much other knowledge. To yeah. not be aware of that this has gone on, that this still goes on, and and the effects of all of these thousands and thousands of people, all of these thousands of children that are you know grown up. I mean, immediately, who am I thinking of? Timothy McVeigh, yeah, sure. and you know, anyway. All so of them. yeah, and, and I think you know we we need to get into the actual things they did a little bit more but i think if, if anything like when you hear all this stuff i mean it should yeah <laughs> you should i mean it breaks it breaks your idea of the the powers that be you yeah know? it breaks your idea that, that the that the people above us have our best interest in mind and they yeah. do not you know? yeah i mean, they do I mean not. yeah they only care about their own power and control and wealth expanding at the expense of everybody else so absolutely false memory syndrome right you know we have the whole as a recent years you know the whole me too movement trust all victims believe all victims at least investigate right that's been kind of the culture that's come about now sure. but i still don't think but it still doesn't apply to like uh people who say that they're abused as children or 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 children who come forward and say they've been abused it's still uh there's still no uh people like that are going to believe all that and investigate all that right and so back when <laughs> 1992 all these people are coming forward right instead of investigating it they invent a new institution called the False Memory Syndrome Foundation to label all of these people as having false memories. Which is not in the DSM. So that's the next point. Yeah, they, 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 as much as they tried to advocate for it and get all these doctors and professionals on board, on the board of the scientific advisory board of this committee or of this institution, um, they were never able to persuade the powers that be to get it adopted into the diagnostic diagnostic statistics manual the dsm which is the, the sparse you know the standard for any uh, mental health you know disorders um and so if it's really interesting and so it's funny too because they were defunct as of december 31st 2019 so just a few months ago um they are no longer <clears throat> an entity the uh, fmsf is no longer an entity but you can still find their websites online fmsfonline.org. Why did they disband this uh, wonderful project? Yeah, right at the very bottom of the page, it says... Yeah, this wonderful project. Yeah, <laughs> it, says, it says the need for the FMS Foundation diminished dramatically over the years. So they don't really have a need for it anymore. Oh. Because all of... Yeah, because... Because um, everyone's been blanketed as nuts and they don't remember shit, so we might as well just... Uh, they've, 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 they've changed their technique. So now, uh, you know, after the creation of this, you know, the, those... Probably the, the people that are involved in the experimentations don't survive. Um, right. They don't... They don't see the light of day there's like probably a lot of underground stuff happening um but you have to understand too that when people are abused in this way when people have had their very uh their very psychic boundary violated when they've mm -hmm. i mean and, and for, for for those of us that haven't been through this level of psychological devastation it is really really hard to wrap your mind around but it, you know most human beings have been through some level of trauma that was hard for them to overcome and so to those small degrees you can understand but um Sorry, I, You're great. I, I way got off. What was the last thing you just said? Um, I don't even know. I don't even know either. But uh, but no, so it's, it's, di it's diminished. Uh, that we we don't need it anymore. You know, we we've we've gone. Oh past oh, the and just the ability now for it's gone underground. yes, and and so understand too that when we're talking about um, victims of of these kinds of um, acts, 
it is, they're so traumatized, they're so afraid, and they've been so psychologically manipulated into, into conceding their, their, even their uh, ability, their, their, their spiritual sovereignty to another entity outside of themselves, that they don't come forward. They're afraid to come forward and, and further, there's, there's no, in their mind, there's no balance that I need justice or, or I've been wronged. In fact, if uh, a lot of these uh, victims, they feel that they are wrong. They feel that, that they have been, and, and studies of these um, people who have been um, through these mind control um, experiments when, when we're trying to unprogram these people, you know, they're, they're talking about, um, feeling like, oh, you know, when they start to come forward, like, I feel I've, I've been a bad boy, they'll, they'll actually say these things, adults, I've been a bad girl, or I'm in trouble now, like, there, it's not even really an option, and I think that's a huge thing that people who have not come from these kinds of uh, experimental situations, it's hard for us to understand, but but really, if you can get a bead on the psychology behind it, it's, it's unlikely that they would come forward, it's unlikely that they would feel calm to do that, or even that they would feel that that would be helpful, that they, they don't even understand the distinction. And I think that that's the point, that that's how bad it is. That's how traumatizing that, that these... I think, I think that's one of the goals of these experiments. Of course. Oh, of course. Absolutely. exactly that yes. as well. Yes. To, to, um, and so that is one of the reasons why it's underreported, not reported, not talked about. And, and like so many things in these areas, um, they get a blanket... Uh, branding of you know they're it's like you know saying conspiracy theorists or they have false memories they or have they have memories. you know they're identity memories. disorder they don't know what the heck happened and and it all in an effort to suppress and undermine these this powerful voice coming forward in unison saying that that this dis did happen this is what has happened to us and no no it didn't you just don't yeah. remember now the funny thing is it's so good so i mean um the funny thing is is that if you look at who, okay, so let me just say this before I go there. So now that the false memory syndrome has been, foundation has been disbanded, um, are they, do they still have any credibility? Is there still any credibility to that this is a real thing? Can we now go back and open investigations? Can we go back and say, hey, wait a minute, this thing's been basically, oh, it's been debunked. How do you like that? <laughs> right. Oh, it's been debunked. <laughs> How do you like that? Yeah. So false memory, been debunked. Get out of here with that shit. Yep. So like, let's, let's, let's go take a look back. Now let's, let's, let's go a little further, okay? So now who was a part of the False Memory Syndrome Foundation, okay? Let's do this. Um, we have uh, Harold Leaf, major in the Army Medical Corps, um, but also did electrode research for the CIA. <laughs> Uh, we have Dr. David Dingus, freaking Dingus. What a good <laughs> name! Scientific Advisory Board, Naval and Navy Intelligence, Air Force Intelligence, and uh, was a ecology. part of the Human Ecology Foundation. Where have we heard that? This is MK Ultra Front, right mm -hmm. there. Um, mm -hmm. Doctor, this is an interesting one. Doctor Elizabeth Loftus, um, she testified in defense of Ted Bundy. Um, like she was, she was a witness on behalf, of, and so she apparently has no clinical experience, no expertise in child sexual abuse or traumatic memory. Um, however, she just made a living going around serving as a, a high-paid expert witnesses for people accused of, of abusing children and stuff like that. And so this is who's making up uh, the, the board, you know, and you can go on and on and on. If you look at the list, a lot of them had to do with MK Ultra for crying out loud, yeah. dude. Like, it's like, like this, yeah. this is insane. Yep. And so they're covering their bases as hard as they can. And it's like, oh, oh they're on to us. Let's create a whole foundation to, to discredit them. To discredit. To, to discredit them. Yep. It's so, that's how deep this goes. It's so insane. <laughs> it's so insane. <laughs> and here's the big nugget right here. All this right. Is my I, want, favorite I want you to this is my favorite say part. it. <laughs> okay. All right. Have you guys ever heard of Lewis Jollyon West? Dr. Yes. Lewis Jollyon West. He was a scientific on the scientific yeah also known as Jolly. <laughs> oh God! Scientific advisory board for the uh, the False Memory Syndrome Foundation. 
he is the, basically the freaking uh, Michael Baden of mind control. Like, you guys remember Michael Baden from our talk on, uh, he's the forensic pathologist that did autopsies on JFK, Martin Luther King, testified in the OJ trial, did Jeffrey Epstein's autopsy and George Floyd's autopsy. <gasps> Can you, like, so all of the craziest, like, deaths in the history of mankind, this guy was involved in, right? That's Michael Baden. Look him up, dude. But uh, now we have... Uh, Jolly, Jolly West, right? Good old Jolly, Jolly West. West. So what are some what are some of his credits, right? So he's the, the gentleman that interrogated Jack Ruby uh, in his jail cell and concluded that he was mentally ill. Um, you remember Jack Ruby was the gentleman that shot Lee Harvey Oswald. So Lee Harvey Oswald, um, the, <laughs> the patsy <laughs> who they pinned the JFK assassination on, uh, Jack Ruby is the one who executed him. Um, so we have Jack Ruby. Um, Sirhan Sirhan mm -hmm. is the person who they accused of, well, it's kind of hard to dispute. I mean, he pulled the trigger and shot Bobby Kennedy, right? And killed he did. Him, right? But, you know, where was his brain? Is he that Manchurian candidate that the MK Ultra program's been getting, been working so hard I to find? I think perhaps. Perhaps. All right. Mm -hmm. Who else do we have? Who else do we have? So it was Patty Hearst. Patty Hearst is an interesting situation. So she was kidnapped, right? She was a famous, famous gal back in the day, kidnapped by the Symbionese Liberation Army, SLA, um, which know, which was I reading today? Tell me if I'm wrong on this, yeah. or maybe I just got like partial information. But it was through the uh, the base in Vacaville, I think, something, right, a California base that, that that they actually came up with. They they made up this whole the Liberation something, yeah. Army thing. I mean, there was, was oh, a whole, I don't know. I don't know. I, well, I mean, like th this ploy that yeah. they this ploy that they dispatched for with her, with her, regards to her. I don't okay. know. Okay. Well, I will have to read it more yeah, in depth, and then we'll connect. That. But, but yeah, so so basically she ended up robbing a bank, right? And, mm -hmm. and the story was that she was brainwashed into... But into she was an heiress. Bank. Yeah. She was an heiress. She, or she yeah. came from money. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. So that's something exactly. to understand here, so, too. So uh, Jolly West like testified on her, on her behalf as an expert witness during her trial. Um, he also had contacts with uh, Timothy McVeigh while he was in, in jail. Mm -hmm. And uh, David Koresh, who was the Waco guy. We all know that, right? Mm -hmm. And, uh, of course, the, the grand finale here. So he owned a clinic, operated a clinic in San Francisco that Charles Manson would visit. So literally just boom, boom, boom. Like, okay, how many coincidences do we need here? Like, he, he had a hand in all of these different situations where all these people committed these crimes that that, that 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 could fall under the umbrella of like God, were they mind controlled? Like were they, they were they acting outside of their own free will? Were they doing things uh, up and against their own self preservation? Mm -hmm. Like what's going on here? Mm -hmm. So Jolly West, who by the way was on the scientific advisory board of the False Memory Syndrome Foundation. Mm -hmm. uh! Wow! Wow! Get out of here! Yes. Get out of here. <laughs> How do you like that? Get out of here, dude. And he also killed an elephant by giving it too much LSD named Tusco. So. Oh. He did kill an elephant with too, too yeah. much LSD. Yeah. Wait, there's too much LSD? <laughs> well, Apparently. I, I, Apparently I, so. I was, I, you know, when I read about that, I was wondering, like, what was the whole point there? Because what, what were they going to, I don't know. And I guess I need to read further to find out if they put, like, some sort of electrodes in this elephant's brain to know. figure out if what, what, well right like what they, they just dosed this elephant and just watched it die like what was their basis of uh anyway that yeah, was a so way sidebar but lsd experiments were completely out of hand I, we, I mean, they, it was it was just an occupational hazard at that point. They were just like, when, let's see what when, it does when like, we. If you worked at the CIA, CIA in this time frame, you might get dosed. I mean, that yeah. happened. That <laughs> happened. Several people who worked there. Um, there was the one guy who ran out of, into the streets naked, mm -hmm. and he was freaking out. And there was 
Frank Olson, who's there's a whole story on him. Should I go there now? Hell yeah, dude. Okay, so Frank Olson, if if you guys know, there's a whole Wormwood uh, Netflix documentary series on him right now. I'm going to kind of touch on it, but uh, essentially he was, um, let's see, he was a bacteriologist. Um, He worked for the Army Chemical Corps, and he got drawn into MKUltra under uh, Gottfried and... uh, Yeah. That guy. That guy. That dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. So so essentially, I'll, I'll kind of go with uh, how the CIA story goes, and then you can kind of – that kind of expands. Uh, so essentially, this guy, he goes on this trip. Let's see. I had, it was a retreat to Deep Creek Lake, Maryland with, with – um, I'm just going to say it's Gottlieb. With Gottlieb. And Gottlieb decided to that he was going to basically dose this bottle of orange liqueur and to just kind of see the effects on those who were there. There was like ten people from the CIA on this on this retreat. Um, so, anyways, Frank gets gets dosed. He freaks out a bit. Essentially, uh, he starts kind of losing it, going into a depression, is what they said. Um, kind of what you talked about too, like the, he thought he screwed up. Yeah. He started getting down on himself. Right. And uh, and it's like self sabotage, like they've put in self self sabotage. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, anyways, he goes back and forth. He's just kind of out of his mind. And this is you know a couple days later, and uh, and they basically tell him he needs to get some psychiatric help, and they're going to help him. You know, they're going to help him. And <laughs> instead of taking him to a psychiatrist, you know, in the area. They decided to take him to New York City to this uh, Dr. Harold Abramson, mm. who is an allergist and a pediatrician. So not much of a psychiatrist, <laughs> but he was uh, an MK Ultra operative. So so they could so kind of keep it. they could kind of keep it in the in the family there mm-hmm. and not get it out. You know. So uh, essentially, this guy goes to New York, and he's in a hotel with. Uh, let's see, what's this guy's name? He was the deputy for Gottlieb. Uh, let's see, Richard Lashbrook, and Richard Lashbrook says he wakes up at two thirty in the morning to a, a crashing window, and uh, Frank Olson flies out the window. He says it's either an accident or a suicide, and he f- falls to his death. It was thirteen stories. It was, um, yeah. So so, anyways, years later. Um, the mother didn't really want, I don't know if she knew stuff or didn't know stuff, but the, the, the kids were like very curious, like what the hell happened? This guy had three kids. I think the oldest was nine at the time when it happened. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the mother, Alice, uh, she, she, whether she knew something or not, just kind of wanted to bury the hatchet on this one and didn't want to address what was going on. I think the kids, uh, waited until they were older and had her tell the story again mm-hmm. and they kind of started piecing some details and going that doesn't really it doesn't really fit mm-hmm. that my father committed suicide under these conditions right. so anyways once once the mother died um when they went when they were going to bury her they uh exhumed uh frank's body and they had uh a, another autopsy done and they found blunt force trauma to his head basically meaning that uh that he he was murdered, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, now, before that had happened, though, I kind of skipped a major piece here. So, so they did when when the kids looked into it, had the, the whole story told to them again. Um, they they kind of knew there was foul play, or I don't think they knew about the LSD until that point. 
they 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 went somehow they they ended up going to the president. The president like apologized to him. Like the president of the United States. I think it was Jimmy Carter. Wasn't it? Uh, no, it wasn't Jimmy Carter. No, yeah. It was um, it was Gerald Ford. I Gerald think. Ford. That Ford. Yeah. yeah. Who who apologized and uh, the head of the CIA at that time I think apologized and they they did this <laughs> they did this. Uh, I guess that's okay they, they then. They gave him a settlement. I think they gave him three quarters of a million dollars. And, but but kind of like, you can't sue us now, you know? Like, yeah. here, here's some money. You can't sue us. But yeah, yeah. Uh, It kind of sounds like vaccine after, court. Then yeah. they found out after that, that it was murder. And uh, Ooh, so tricky. essentially they, they went to look into it and uh, there was, they, they tried to sue him again. And they, they took it to a judge and there was a really good quote because the judge basically says like, it was Judge James uh, Boasberg, and he dismissed the case because of the agreement in 1976 that they signed, um, that basically they couldn't sue him. But he, he had these interesting words to say. He said, while the court must limit its analysis to the four corners of the complaint, skeptical readers may wish to know that the public record supports many of the allegations in the family suit, as far-fetched as they may sound. <laughs> far-fetched as they may sound. So the judge is like, basically like, yeah, you got a case. I just can't do anything about yep. it. Um, so then uh, further, like Eric, the son, was still not like okay with this answer. So he went to the one place he could. He went to, he went to the uh, to the press, and he, he got this guy Seymour Hersh of the New York mm -hmm. Times to look into it. And um, he said he had a source that knew knew about this stuff. And he said he had a source that confirmed, yes, this was, it was a murder, but the source would not come forth unless he got another source mm. because he had to go to the, the CIA and look at the records and he signed. So unless there was mm. someone else, he would, they would know it was him. Yeah. So, um, and there was this other, there was this other piece that, uh, that the son found at one point that was, I thought was really interesting that, um, he got this from the CAA at one point. Sorry, my notes are kind of a mess here. But uh, so he got the 1953 assassination manual from the CIA. Oh, I want to see that. Uh, and uh, one of the things it talked about uh, how to get rid of someone was this idea of a contrived accident. And it said one of the, the great ways to do it was a fall of 75 feet or more. And you just wanted to make sure you didn't leave any wounds that could be traced back to you, mm -hmm. and you could make it look like an accident. So it was, it was right in the CIA manual, like what happened to this guy, you know. And I thought, um, I think, I, in my mind, I was like, man, he should go take that to the Clintons and get it signed. You know, oh, worth a ton of money, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyways, yeah, it's like it, that. it just it sounded like it sounded like a Clinton move to me. But uh, hell yeah, dude. And of course, speaking of. Can I, am I allowed to am I allowed to say <laughs> so with uh, Bill Clinton's anti-terrorist uh, bill that he wasn't getting pushed through and then uh, all of a sudden we have it was uh, Kaczynski right Theodore Kaczynski oh, the Unabomber Kaczynski. yes I'm glad so, you touched on that yes. so we have uh, Theodore Kaczynski who uh, was uh, an, an MK Ultra yep. uh, 200 hours over 200 hours he was experimented on LSD um, he was Definitely. super super intelligent yep. um, and and he was a, pr a pr uh, professor at one of uh, a prestigious school. Do you remember which one was it? Harvard, I Yale. I don't remember. I, know, I think it, I think his experimentation happened at Harvard. So at Harvard, he was, and yeah. then um, anyway, so we have uh, Bill Clinton's anti-terrorist bill not going through, and then all of a sudden we Unabomber. have this Unabomber who has been subject to MK Ultra's experiments mm -hmm. and tortures um, come through and cause uh, an issue within our nation that allowed that to to go right through. 
And so I'm going to jump straight ahead even further. I'm going to say all the dark stuff and talk about uh, 9-11 and the Patriot Act. So um, I feel like that there is uh, a lot of uh, veins that are all feeding all of these grander um, agendas that that stemmed from and and as a result of the the experimentation and these... um, yeah, all of these methods that they use to, to gain control of uh, human beings' mm-hmm. uh, mental Certainly. capabilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's so. going on right now? I mean, uh, are we are we being mind controlled right now? Are we being <laughs> are we being subjected to that? Do you think the yeah. social media has anything to do yeah. with that? Do you guys think <laughs> that the the, pre, the like the NBCs and the CBSs and the MSNBCs and all them? Do you think they have any role in this now? Do you think that they media sound bites? Do you think that they've 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 perfected this at all over well, the last? Well, what 50 about years? the fluoride in our water? What about water the water, chemicals yeah. in our vaccines? Yep. What about the GMO in our food? What about the chemtrails, the five G towers, and well, yeah. um, and then the public, of course, mass public indoctrination? But if and, you mention any of those things, you're automatically crazy. You're a conspiracy yeah. theorist, dude. That's you know, me. But, Here but, I but am. look into it, folks. Look into it, folks. I also want to, you reminded me too, so I'm glad you touched on the Kaczynski thing because it's also worth noting too that um, and we mentioned there was like, you know, 80 some facilities throughout the world. There was two mm-hmm. overseas bases that they were used for MK Ultra experiments. One of them was in Manila, which is the capital of the Philippines, and the other one was at Sugi Naval Base. Um, and uh, which just so happened to be where a young man named Lee Harvey Oswald was stationed <laughs> when he was 17 years old in the Marine Corps. So, just so happens. There you go. They all promise to be good, though. They all promise so he's, to be good. So it's all legit. Yep. So I think that uh, any conversation about uh, MKUltra would be remiss without a, de- you know, a little touching on Operation Midnight Climax. Ooh, what a <laughs> wonderful band name you just came up with, Scott. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to say, like, you look at MKUltra, like, for me as a musician, I'm just thinking, like, there's band names all over the place. There's yep. like an album over here, yep. you know. Elephant like, Overdose. Yeah, come yeah, on. No, 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 yeah, no. let's get some. Tusco. Just MK Ultra itself, you yep, know. Yep, yep. Operation Artichoke. Yeah. Whatever, like, come on, good <laughs> band names. But anyways, uh, I mean, there's all kinds of experiments. We're going to touch on like a couple, but uh, just, just uh, you know, this one, Operation Midnight Climax. This, this kind of gives you a picture of how far they would go. <laughs> You know, so um, anyway, so the CIA is all these safe houses in San Francisco. And so what they did, and this is 1954, they set them up as brothels and uh, they hired prostitutes on the CIA payroll. Let's just be clear there. Um, And they would lure unsuspecting men into these and they would have uh, one way, one way mirrors and they'd be on the other side and they would dose these guys. And uh, they would spike their drinks with the LSD, and then they would just observe and record them. And they would want to see if uh, if they could prompt them to confess things. So a lot of it was about getting these confess- confessions and seeing if they could use LSD to break people down and to like say things they didn't want to say. Um, and they would they would pick these guys like they were. Um, so they would be like too embarrassed to talk about it, you know. So like they mm-hmm. wouldn't they wouldn't let it out, you know. And they they would use things like. The sexual blackmail. Mm-hmm. Hmm, I wonder if they just quit that after this. Yeah, they, they definitely quit that in 1973. Only time. They've probably never done that time. since 1973. I don't think so either at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, surveillance technology, um, and then just the use of the mind-altering drugs in field ops. Um, mm-hmm. And some of these some of these cases, though, they would interrogate these guys uh, after like under bright lights, and they would they would tell them that their trips would be extended if they didn't give up all of their secrets. And, and most of these were done on like CIA employees, U.S. military personnel and, and agents suspected working for the other side during the Cold War. So they just, I mean, 
But just think about that for a second. Like, and this is very documented. Like, we know 100% for sure there is proof beyond a shadow of a doubt the CIA had prostitutes that, that they were luring in their own people and people that were, you know, in the army and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And they were setting up these sexual encounters and then they were dosing them and watching them and interrogating them. And they're apparently doing drugs them. themselves. They were getting That's what I was reading too. too. Yeah, they, they totally like were. Party, dude. Yep. Yeah. Totally. I mean, and, I mean, it gets down to, the, I mean, look how many, how many doses of acid. I mean, the acid in our country is because of the CIA. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I yes, think it comes down to a future episode, a, a bigger thing. Laurel I mean, Canyon, like, baby. I mean, you look at this, it's like, would there even be drug trafficking without the CIA? No, nope. no. Nope. Like, Afghanistan, <laughs> poppy fields in Afghanistan, freaking Iran-Contra, dude, the Nicar- uh Look into Mina, Arkansas, cocaine. Look at yeah. uh, uh, Freeway Rick Ross. Um, look at Gary Webb, RIP. Oh, may he rest in peace, man. But anyways, Operation Midnight Climax, quite quite a, a crazy story. Uh, it, you know, just look into yourself. And I mean, is that, do you trust, do you trust the CIA? Do you trust the government? I mean, this is documented stuff. And, and the big thing about this, these experiments and things like that, I mean, this is, uh, you know, in, in 75 when uh this is when watergate's happening i mean they're they're shutting this thing down and they're burning all the files yeah 1973 they started burning the files it was uh, under cia directed richard helms ordered the destruction of all the evidence so what evidence we do have is just the documents that survived by accident by they destroyed so much of their own tombs because he said they had he said they had too much paper the cia had too much too much paper (laughs) all the mk ultra documents needed to be destroyed and so what we do know of it what we do have of it what got exposed in the church committees is all the stuff that was left by accident so So and, this is but, the, the the drop of water in the pond of what it yeah what it was yeah absolutely and and you know you can think whatever you want about what's going on today or whatnot but like this stuff is documented and do you really really think that they put this much effort and time into these experiments to just burn them up and let them go no they I just mean, got better at covering it up and absolutely. going around with it hundred percent damn what do you guys think man we're at an hour eleven. 111, that's kind of a spooky number. Let's Let's keep going, guys. Come on. I don't want any numerology getting on this here. I think think what we're going to do is we're going to call it, and then we're going to come at you with a bonus episode here in a few days. we got a fun little game we're going to play called Guess the Date. Boom. So, you guys guys have any final thoughts? Now I'm on the spot. What are my final thoughts? So, my final thoughts are, I guess I wrote something, and I... I wrote it as it's written because I copied it from the internet. But I, I do want to read it. I know we sort of passed over it probably. No, I should have interjected it. a while ago. Please. So Dr. Green, uh, okay. so he was originally, and I wish I would have written this down, but he was uh, a Nazi doctor that they brought over. They recruited him to serve in the U.S. Army to teach uh, psychiatrists mind control techniques that he had developed. Um, and I want to touch on, and, and my heart always goes to the innocence. My heart is very much for um, children and the, and the exploitation of children and to bring to light the exploitation of children. And I always feel like um, I would be uh, doing everything that I'm about a disservice to not touch on it when it's um, applicable. So um, I want to uh, quote Dr. Green saying, um, their experiments with children raised in various environments demonstrated that certain types of trauma focused on wounding specific aspects of the intrapsychic world, recognizing that each child is unique. Uh, uh, 
excuse me, recognizing that each child um, is unique uh, allowed researchers in mind control to be able to make some identification of specific traumas during various developmental stages. And anyone who's worked with children, we all understand like the developmental stages of children and, and how um, teaching them um, empathy and, and picking them up when they cry and if they're in, you know, all of these things, they develop and they form a whole psyche. And that is so crucial when we're talking about anything in life. Um, a full and developed um, psyche that is steeped in love and has the ability to have discernment and logic and control and reason and all of these things that develop uh, a, a healthy human being. So essentially what we have is the, the CIA with MKUltra um, completely perverting just thousands and thousands of children's minds. And the way that they did that, and this is the diabolical insidious part, is they're, they're taking very, very young children, and often they're taking orphans. They're taking children who've already been traumatized, who already have had a rough go, who are already psychologically diminished because of whatever other um, instances that they've been through to that point. Um, at any rate, at any rate uh, so they have um, identified uh, specific trauma, traumas during various developmental stages in life of a child that would cause sufficient wounding um, and also the specific nurturing experiences during these same developmental states that were necessary to prevent trauma-induced schizophrenia, narcissistic personality disorder, which that's rampant throughout mm -hmm. our government and rampant throughout our society. It's, yep. it's absolutely diabolical. I mean, and we're talking about, in all of this, uh, psychopathic personality, um, other mental disorders. Mm -hmm. We're talking about human beings that have no ability to have empathy. Mm -hmm. This is huge. Well, it's also in, a thing that the elites employ with their own children. Too. Uh, with, like, like absolutely. They, they, they use these yeah. strategies so they can cultivate children that are, don't have empathy or that are that will do what they need to do to maintain you know, family. Yeah. Yeah. No matter at the harm and risk yeah. to themselves, as yeah. we've already discussed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so um, the ability the, to take away an individual, and, and I think that Scott and I maybe discussed um, sort of the wounding of the, the pineal gland too. Mm -hmm. You know, we're talking about corrupting the spiritual center. I mean, believe what you want, but the mind is very, very complicated. And there are studies to um, suggest and to follow up um, in, on any of these ideas. But um, to cause um, this wounding and this, this psychological break and this disruption by way of um, completely perverting these experiences that would allow them to remain safe, that would allow them to develop whole and healthy. To have individuals who don't have empathy means that we have that these individuals essentially don't have a conscience. And that is, uh, it is a huge deal because yeah. we're talking about tens of thousands of people amongst us and in society that this was deliberate. I mean, this happens with, you know, neglectful parents and abusive parents, and there's all kinds of situations where this can happen, but we're talking about our government uh, employing um, human beings that, that did this to the most innocent among us, and those innocents um, are walking around us now, not so innocent anymore, um, perhaps through no fault of their own, but with no ability to form human connection, with no ability to have empathy or to uh, relate to somebody else's pain or their joy. I mean, they, they simply can't do it. And so when we're also talking about people coming forward, why would they? They have no self-love. They Benacci. can't, uh, absolutely. So anyways, um, I guess I, I just wanted to touch on that. I'm, I'm not sure if I, that's great. Full of, but no. uh, yeah, so. Hell yeah. So is that cool. it? Are we going, are we? What do you got? Any final thoughts, Ed? Uh, you know, I, the only thing I would say is I have a hard time talking about this sometimes without like some humor involved. Yes, laughing a I like bit. it. But at the same time, like this is really sick shit. Yeah. It's really sick shit. And the, 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 the psyop of it all 
is that it feels like oh that's 50s 60s 70s you know it's like it's like they they were know, so they were so, so barbaric and yeah they don't you know, it feels you know. like it's it's like it's not right here we're so much but more civilized that's, today that's not the truth mm. that's just not the truth and that's kind of the again back to the goal of what our whole thing is to shed some light mm-hmm. this stuff did not stop in 1975 it's been worked it's on, on and perfected, and perfected. perfected yeah since Cool. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's great. Another good one in the bu- in the bank, folks. I think it's a good one. Yeah, you want to take us out, maybe? All right. Well, everybody, uh, just thank you so much for uh, coming with us on this journey as we look into these um, deeper truths. They're uncomfortable, but it's it's so important for us all to have this this knowledge and this understanding. Um, as scary and as much as it pushes our boundaries, it really does give us a power and control that we did not have before. Knowledge is very much power. So um, I just want to say that we wish you uh, intellectual prosperity and uh, good night. Good night. Good night.